the Lord has laid a burden in my heart to talk to us about obedience. Praise God. Obedience. Why the prayers we pray, sometimes we feel like it's not working. Why is it that when some other person pray to God, they receive a response from heaven? Then whereas when we pray, it looks like we're just muttering words out of our mouth and nothing is happening. It's, it's powerless. First of all, we understand that prayer is a two-way communication between God and man. Each time we come in the presence of God to pray, we must, first of all, acknowledge him as our sovereign Lord. God is not your uncle. God is not your age mate. God is not your roommate. God is not your landlord. Am I communicating? He owns your landlord and owns the land and owns the house. Am I communicating with somebody? So, first of all, you must come to him knowing that he is your maker. He is your shepherd. He is your potter and you are the clay. The potter can make the clay and decide to break the clay. And I want you to know also that God is not your hitman. That you wake him up and say, God, he say, uh -huh. he say, attack, 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 attack. We must, we must appreciate the divinity of God. There is a big distinction between humanity and divinity. When you understand what divinity is, you know that as humanity, you approach that light with some level of reference. When the scripture says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It's not terrifying fear. It's not the fear that makes you to be terrified. It's a holy fear. As a believer... God has not just given ministers alone the power. Amen. The Bible says, as many that believe in his name, to them he gave the power, the dunamis, to become the sons and daughters of God. So, the moment you gave your life to Christ, there is this ability that comes upon you. And until you realize it and become conscious of it, it may never work for you. Can I get an amen? amen? I want to build this stuff carefully so you understand. 
that in the house of God, as, as a believer, you have the ability to communicate straight up with your father in heaven. The reason for pastors, ministers, prophets, teachers, apostles, and the rest of them is to help guide the sheep. When God needed to take the children of Israel out of Egypt, he could come down by himself and command them, every one of you move this way. But he needed someone to stand in the gap as a shepherd. So God reigns supreme. And one of the reasons why we don't get our prayers answered is because when we go in the place of prayer, when he talks to us, we don't hearken to what he says. I'm going to show you why demons can say no to you. And to some other person, they are afraid. Hallelujah. The book of Acts chapter 19. Acts 19. We're going to be reading from the King James Version. Acts 19, verse number 13. We're going to be reading then to 16. It's a very funny encounter. If you're there, say amen. Then... Certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon themselves to call over to them which had evil spirits the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, We adjourn you by Jesus, whom Paul preached. And there were seven sons of one skiffer a Jew and chief priest which did so. So which means it was a normal tradition for people to do that. <laughs> Look at somebody by your side and say, if you are not with us, you are never going to be with us, even in secret. You know, sometimes people will tell you, oh, I'm with you in the spirit. If you are not part and parcel of the body, you can never be part and parcel with it by faith. The Bible said that faith without works is dead. The Bible said that in the city that there were people that have the characteristics of 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 you know you know trying to take the identity of those 
that belong to Christ like they are Christ also. I know you know about the word impersonation. This is what I call spiritual impersonation. What God did not ask you to do and you start doing it. Number one, if God has called you and sent you forth, he has given you every audacious audacity to take charge. And God cannot send you on a mission without protection. I hear some pastors say, oh, you see, I'm a teacher. I am not called into deliverance ministry. I hear some people say, oh, you see, I'm a prosperity teacher. So when it comes to casting out demons or Satan, don't call me. When Jesus was here on earth, he cast out devils, he taught, he spoke the word of God, he ministered to the sick. He spoke about financial prosperity too. Everything in the scriptures, Jesus did. In the body of Christ, there is no specialist. So one, 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 one issue here was that um, the, the city was filled with people that that use their lips to say we are believers, but they are not believers. So they kept on doing these activities. Oh, you demon, we cast you out in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preached. So who do you preach? You cannot cast out demons in the name of you know jesus whom bishop kevin preaches you have to have a personal relationship with that god that you are calling upon that's the reason why some of us when we open our mouths to pray satan asks us to shut up and when you say you want to talk again he'll just give you flu he slap you and you cut flu and if you open your mouth to say again, he give you the, the inner slap and it will not become bed flu. And tomorrow you say, Pastor, my, I can't talk. My mouth is big. Why will you talk? The devil just slapped you. The book of Luke 10, 19 says something. Put it up. Luke 10, 19. Jesus was speaking. He said, I give unto you power he said behold i give unto you power to try not just to fancy the talk you know there are some believers that fancy the talk they put an ice icing on the cake you know they try to salt it and make the word of god sound sweet in their mouth and based on their eloquence they believe that that is the holy ghost to tread on serpents and scorpions 
and over all the not some over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you that is our guarantee as believers so the bible said in in acts 19 verse 15 uh, let's take from verse 14 go back verse 14 and there were seven sons of one skipper a jew and and a chief priest which did so verse 15 and the evil spirit answered and said <laughs> you know demons talk demons they have they have memory Demons can see what you can see. Demons can identify things that you have not even told anybody. I come together with somebody. Demons also they have memories. You remember the story of the man that was possessed jesus was talking about that when an evil spirit is cast out of a man and when he goes around the dry place looking around we have to go if he found none he said now i will return back to my house so they have what memories so the battle that we have is not a physical battle is a spiritual battle and you agree with me that in the realm of the spirit there is no time and there is no space there is no distance am i communicating with somebody and when the bible said that when the when the demon possessed person heard what the seven sons of skipper was saying the demon inside of the man said and the evil spirit answered and said jesus i know and paul i know but who are ye child of god if you don't have an identity in the realm of the spirit you are in trouble jesus i know demons they know when jesus appeared they say yes sir and because Christ in you is the hope of glory, when Christ steps inside of you as a believer, when you speak, it is Christ that is speaking. That's the wisdom and the revelation I want to bring us to, that if you have Christ in you, you are an authority here on earth. That Satan is the God of this earth. He's not your God. You are not under that curse. From the day Adam fell and his authority was taken away from him, Jesus came in the presence of the second Adam to restore back. But if you accept him as your Lord and personal Savior, that is the difference. So if you are not born again, you are under that curse from the beginning. And you could be born again because you fail to understand who you are. You will still be operating like the old man in the garden of Eden. Somebody say, I hear you. I 
So the demon asks that question. I know all these guys. <laughs> Who are you? Who do you think you are to cast me out? Do you know how old I am? Demons are very old. Before man was made, they were fallen angels. They have been there before you. There was a lady I was praying for some, some years back. And the demon spoke out of her. And started going back and forth. I, you know, I like joking sometimes. I just asked the demon, I say, because one of the things that I know, one of the identity I know I carry in the realm of the spirit is the commander of liberation. Praise God. And I, I asked the demon, I said, who am I? Do you know me? He said, yes, we know you. So your name is among the black on the blackboard we have in our kingdom because they say this once don't touch this once don't go close and i said oh really so how do you people know me say we know you because you are a commander of liberation now the the name the commander of liberation came to me many years ago when i was still serving and when the Lord opened me up into the ministry of deliverance, that was what God told me directly. Son, from this day, I will make you a commander of liberation. So in the realm of the spirit, it becomes my identity in the realm of the spirit. Am I complicated with somebody? So that's why many believers are struggling because they have no identity in the realm of the spirit. Just like in this country, you can't do nothing without your social insurance. You'll be choked. I mean, the system will fish you out automatically. So your social identity is, does God know you as a person? Am I talking to somebody? Verse number 16. This is the consequence. Everybody want to go? Verse number 16. Everybody want to go? <laughs> and the man whom the evil spirit was leaped on them and overcame them you cannot be overcome and overrun if you have god in you he overcame them and prevailed against them that's an abomination praise god so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded like they were jumping out of the windows. One man overpowered seven men. The Bible said they were jumping out from the windows. And he stripped them naked. And you know the mystery of that nakedness is that if you don't carry the glory of God upon you, spiritually you are naked what differentiates you in the realm of the spirit is the level of 
knowledge what you know and the depth of who you are with God touch your neighbor say no God deep let your relationship not be on the periphery no matter what you are doing no matter what you are involving no God to the depth Paul after all he has encountered he still prayed a prayer and said that I may know you oh Lord that I may know him and the power of the resurrection may you receive power this season in the name of Jesus that amen is not born again may you receive power to cast out demons in the name of Jesus it is so important that Jesus had to empower his disciples and ask them to go cast out demons you can't be a member of the dunamis palace and you don't know how to cast out demons praise God for one year you don't know you must know because it's what we do here like regular basis praise God a lady came here I was crying I said to her I said oh wonderful give God thanks and thank what has chased you in here because they chased you to the right address he was looking at me I said yes so because I know you will never live here the same one thing is for sure that nobody under any demonic oppression comes here and live the same when you know who you are in Christ you are sure even when you meet the, the 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 challenge before you you know that you will surmount it my communicator with somebody the bible said in the book of second corinthians second corinthians chapter 10 let me show you something there second corinthians chapter 10 if you're there say amen let's read from verse number four second corinthians 10 verse number four praise god for the weapon of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through who not through bishop because the seven sons of skiffers they said I wish we command you in the name of Jesus whom Paul preached so Jesus is the only way but they are connecting to the supernatural through Paul which is wrong through God to the pulling down of what stronghold the weapons you are a weapon in the hand of God verse number five they casting down imaginations I want to I want to take my time and dwell here a little bit casting down imaginations you know sometimes there are some imaginations that will just flow through your mind it's a that that the devil a spare the devil is casting to your heart so you can buy them and accept them casting down 
every imagination and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now see the other line. See the other line. Praise God. Go down. Praise God. Go down. He said, when your obedience and having in readiness to avenge all disobedience. You know, demons, are they, they actually disobeyed God and that's why they found themselves where they are. Am I correct? Good. So, he said, have, and having in readiness to revenge all disobedience. He said, when your obedience is fulfilled. That's the key. The key in dealing with demonic forces and having Satan to succumb to you is when your own obedience is fulfilled in the eyes of God. Give me the amplifier of that scripture. Praise God. Give me the amplifier of verse 5 and verse 6. Verse 5. We are destroying sophisticated arguments. <laughs> And every exalted and proud thing that sets itself above up against the true knowledge of God. And we are taking every thoughts and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. Verse number six. Verse number six. Being ready to punish every act of what? Of disobedience. He said, when your own obedience is what? As a what? Church is complete. That's why when you go into some churches, you see demons crying up, walking around like they are co-tenants. Because when the church live in disobedience, they can't cast out devils. in i think 2001 okay 2000 2005 2006 there was um a white missionary that came from canada edmonton named by joseph jesiski and when he came in he had my contact so he contacted me then i was working with my senior pastor then hear this so he's a deliverance minister praise god but you see, in dealing with demons, you have to understand that not all demons we accept to listen to you the way you handle them. The demons in Canada are very different from the demons in Africa. You see that Red Sea? By the time you cross the sea to the other side... <laughs> You have to really ask God for extra grace to deal with the demons in Africa. Because they can be very stubborn. And very, very arrogant. And very violent. So when he came, he told I am my senior pastor. He said, oh, you see, we are here to teach you people deliverance. Ha. My senior pastor looked at me and I looked at my senior pastor. I said, this guy is talking to people that we, 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 I mean, we conducted deliverance to the extent that we received letters from the marine kingdom. My senior pastor received text message without numbers and said, you wicked man, you keep 
dealing and capturing our agents we will kill you when you have got that's why some ministers don't want to go into it because they know it's dicey and when he said that we looked at ourselves and we you know he just humble very yes sir yes sir no problem sir he said we should gather everybody from all look any possessed person you see bring them we say ah this is very good praise god and i have to do whatever I've, I've been asked to do is it not took the church bus started doing evangelism oh if you know you're having demonic problem come there is this man from canada very powerful man and on that saturday morning they did their training everywhere was filled up when it was time for action the little little demons you know came out and they were casted out suddenly one little girl just smallish five foot she came out when they laid hands on her the demon became very violent i mean for two hours him and his associates this one will hold this girl, the girl this way this one will hold the girl this way they are like they are arguing yeah. will you come out now no the, the demon will be shouting no i'm not coming out please come out now you have to come out of this girl right now uh, no i'm not coming out at some point two hours later they are all tired because deliverance you need physical energy they now pet the girl and say okay now calm down now calm down the girl will shout cast me out you must cast me out today hey my senior my senior pastor called me and said kevin come 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 these people have entered one chance today and we were just by the side watching cast me out today so they took the girl to one of the seats and sat her down i was asking do you need tea <laughs> A tea to give to demon ah the the demon was shot you must cast me out oh you must cast me out today you must cast me out today they avoided her left her when they went this way she would get up and move to them cast me out And before you know, you know it, it became an open show of embarrassment. My senior pastor told me, Kevin, if we are here, this church is our church. This man came from far. <laughs> if we are here, this nonsense happens. It's on our head, though. This man, in two days' time, he would enter into his flight and go back to his Canada. This is, this is our city. We must rescue this mission. And immediately I called the man. I said, What do you think? He told me, You see, sometimes when demons started giving me scientific. I said, These things, are, are you sure? He said, Yes. I said, Okay, watch, watch us. I went to my senior pastor, the both of us. Him, as we started walking towards the gate, the gate got up. Like she saw something. He was shouting, Don't come close. Don't come close to me. Don't come close to me. The demon was shouting, Don't come close to me. And by the time we walk, keep quiet in the name of Jesus. See, when you deal with powers and you know who you are, you don't go to them begging. Yes, exactly. 
he don't go to them begging. And we walked close to her. She shouted, fire is burning me. We have not even said anything. And when I got close, I said, do you, do you want to share? This one, nobody, do you wanted to run? Say, in the name of Jesus, stand still. And it was like her legs were locked on the earth. She couldn't move. I said, now, at the count of seven, jump out of this body. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. The demon shouted, I am going. That was it. The girl fell and slept. The white man came to us and said, whoa, 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 hold on. What did you just do? Did you just say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and it's done? We say yes. It's <laughs> put your hands together for Jesus. If you don't have it, you don't have it. And if you really want to have it, you have to live a life of this of, of, of obedience and not disobedience. One of the reasons why as believers we live a powerless life is because we don't have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Do you know how you, 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 you draw strength from the Holy Spirit? The more you spend time with the Holy Spirit, the more your human body becomes empowered. Even Jesus, when he went to the Mount of Transfiguration for prayers, the Bible says he was transfigured to something else. From tomorrow is another opportunity for us. Fasting and prayer has started. It's another time for you if you if you didn't if you didn't have the experience in our 21 days in January. Now is another opportunity in this year to really tell yourself, Father, I need you. Because this program is a, is a revival program. The Lord told me it's time to release the fresh fire. We want to see people that will move and long and desire God. We want to see the zeal of men return back. We want to see the burning zeal return. The prophet said, for the zeal of the Lord has eaten me up. We want to see and go back to those days. When if you miss church for one day, it will look like you've missed heaven. What will go back to those days when men are not, are not, they are not afraid and they are so bold to talk about Christ anywhere they are. No matter what they feel like they will lose, they are bold enough to talk about Jesus Christ. The society that we live in today is stylishly cornering every believer to think in a certain way and you must not let it be the seven sons of Sifa, they, they thought that because their father is a priest is it one of the chief priests it's not by having somebody in your family being a pastor no a day comment when that pastor will not be there you will be the one to confront that demon what will you say What are you going to say? Praise God. I met a lady and the lady said to me, say, Pastor, a lot of pastors have prayed. I said, I am not here to complete the number either. 
I am here to make a difference. Build your spirit, man. Build your relationship with God. Allow the power of God to take hold of you. And watch your life become a testimony. The first time I arrived in Asia, and I joined some uh, believers as they go around to preach the gospel. And I never knew. That day we were praying and I started speaking in tongues. I don't speak Malay. Praise God because I was in Malaysia. I don't speak Malay. And while I was speaking in tongues, I was caught up in the realm of the spirit. And when I was done praying, I see the community people came to me and said, Oh, wonderful. So when did you learn our dialect? I said, how? They said, but you were speaking our dialect while you were praying. I said, for real? They said, yes. If you remember the activity on the day of Pentecost, the Bible said, why they spoke in other tongues? He said, other people from other regions heard them were able to understand. See, it is a mystery that science can't explain. And you must allow the power of God take over you. Dare to be that person that will be different in the congregation. When the whole disciple, every of the disciples, they saw Jesus walking on the water. Nobody dared to ask him and say, is this you? Peter did. And when Peter asked him, is this you? He said yes. He said, if it be you, bid me to come. Be a person that we dare to go further. And Jesus said to him, come. Just as Jesus is saying to us today, come. The door is open to walk in the supernatural. Come. You can make a difference. The very first time God used me to raise the dead, I was, I was on my own. I think I've shared this testimony before. I was on my own after Sunday service, so tired. Monday, early morning, I was called by one of my members. I said, Pastor, you have to come. I said, come for what? By 5 a.m. To come and do what? Say, one of my members just died. I said, then, you people should pray. She said, Pastor, we've done everything. I said, use the anointing and I bless and place on, he, on her. So, so, she did it. It didn't work. Just like Gehazi was not faithful with God. When the prophet gave him his staff, I said, go and lay this staff on the board. The Bible said that when he got there, laid the staff, nothing happened. So it is not about your pastor's shoe you are wearing that will guarantee you supernatural is your mind, your heart. Where does your heart belong? Do you honor God so much for God to honor you in the day you will call upon him? When she called me after one hour and told me, Pastor, all is not working. I said, For real. And the Holy Spirit said to me, Go. Then I had no car. I said, How will I get down to that location? I called the car. When I arrived there, you could see the crowd of people. I mean, everybody was carrying anointing oil from their pastor. I mean, you will see the shape of different kinds of anointing or you will even be afraid. Ha. 
when I got into the, the, the compound, everybody was having their own up like this. Like everybody wants to try and see. Ooh. When I got to the room where the 21 years old girl was laid, the room was very hot. And very offensive smell because everybody's sweating. And I said to myself, I said, ah, even the, the, the order in this room could even make the gear not to resurrect. And the Holy Spirit said to me, just as Jesus did, he sent everyone out. Peter learned from there. When Peter came in the course of, in the course of Dockers in the book of Acts, chapter 9, the Bible says that he sent everybody out of the room. So when I got there, I sent everyone out of the room. Just only two men. I said, pick her up by this hand. Pick her up by this hand. And when they stood her up, she was just there like that. I held her mouth and said, as the Lord breathed into man, the breath of life. I breathe inside of you now. Come back. And that was it. Her body quaked. And I said, lay her down. She stood. The prayer did not take more than two minutes. When you carry grace, you will function in the supernatural realm. You don't need to be a pastor to operate in that grace. Let nobody deceive you. You don't need to. The problem with us is that we believe that uh, for you to come up to that level, ah, you have to be like pastor. No, you don't have to. To them that believe. It's the right of the believers to operate in the supernatural. To everyone that believe. So if you live here today and you go and see a sick person, lay your hands. If the person does not get well, don't get discouraged. Move to the next one and lay your hand also. Before you lay hands on seven persons, one of them will shout and say, I've, I've been healed. And in that same meeting in Malaysia, a young man with a partial blind eye received their sight after his sight after I prayed for him. When you create that atmosphere for the supernatural, you see God walk you in to the glorious path. And then you will experience what it is to be a believer indeed. So do not live a life of disobedience because the bible said that after your own obedience is fulfilled it's not like god does not love you no he has given the bible said he has given you all that pertinent unto life and godliness it is you that will manifest yourself and step into that realm and you start seeing things happen for you So you don't be like the seven sons of Skiva. And I pray that the wisdom and the power of God will rest upon you today in the name of Jesus. Rise up to your feet wherever you are.